Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. It's Patrick Duncan, Arise and Shine on Hot to Hot this Thursday afternoon. And we're joined on the line by Dr. Julius Mangotambu. Dr. Julius, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Flo. How are you doing? I'm well. Uh, Pastor, how are you? I'm doing well. Compliments again for this season. And uh, we just thank God again for this wonderful opportunity afforded us to see the new year. Amen and amen. What has the Lord laid in your heart this afternoon? In fact, we, we've been meditating and discussing on the subject uh, rejoice. Rejoice taken from Philippians 4 verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord and I say again rejoice. So I, I definitely will be discussing today on cultivating the fruit of joy. Cultivating the fruit of joy. Understanding that joy is one of the key fruit of the Spirit mentioned in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Amen. Sure, we we can, you know, go straight into it, Pastor. Thank you very much. And uh, if if you've been going through with us, I think uh, from last week carrying into this week, we've been discussing on the subject rejoice, rejoice, great rejoicing in the Lord. Uh, because the, the reality about it is that in the midst of challenges, we still have to rejoice. I, I mentioned three things which uh, characterizes uh, rejoicing. And I said rejoice is a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice because uh, in the midst of the challenges that you're going through, just like Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16, they chose, despite their imprisonment, to rejoice in the Lord. And you must understand contextually that uh, Paul is writing the book of Ephesians in prison. And he's able to rejoice despite his circumstances even. And so we are called in the midst of the very realities that might come our way this year to rejoice. So rejoicing, I said, the first C is rejoicing as a choice. But the second C, I said, rejoicing is a character trait, which means we have to cultivate it. We have to develop it. The word cultivate just means you have to develop it as one of your character traits. You must make sure that you invest in that area in your life which must give you the proclivity, the very inclination towards rejoicing, again, despite your circumstances. But the third C we said is rejoicing is not only a choice, it's not only a character trait, but rejoicing also is a command. It's a command because if you see the emphasis which is laid at the very B part of Ephesians of Philippians chapter 4 verse 4, it says, Then I say again to you, rejoice. So rejoicing becomes a commandment. Why is it a commandment? It's a commandment because despite what you're going through, you have to endure in the attitude, in the mood of rejoicing because you rejoice victoriously. Okay, what do I mean? It means in your rejoicing, despite your circumstances, the end result will be victory. So we rejoice because God has put in us the oil of gladness, the oil of joy. The word rejoice has a key word which is joy. Joy. 
And I pray that we realize that this year, God is inviting us to take a very, very crucial step in our rejoicing in Him. So I want to encourage you today, I want to encourage you today to cultivate, to cultivate the very attitude of rejoicing. And how do you cultivate the attitude of rejoicing? I'm going to give you five key principles on cultivating the fruit of joy, the fruit of joy, five key principles. Okay, we must understand, as I told you much more earlier, that uh, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And the Bible says we should walk with the Spirit so that we don't gratify the desires of the flesh. Galatians 5, verse 16, and you could read even into 17. But most importantly, we have to make sure that we nurture the fruit of joy in our lives. And how do you do that? Write this down. Number one, you cultivate the fruit of joy through prayer. Through prayer. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name, the Bible says, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. I repeat it again. Until now, you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. That's John 16 verse 24 from the ESV version. It's very important for us to understand that we cultivate the fruit of joy in the place of prayer, in the place of waiting upon the Lord, in the place of seeking God's face. We choose to pray, to seek God's face about every situation that might threaten the very instance of what we're living. But joy comes in the midst of even the anxieties that might surround our lives. So, we must be in the place of prayer because in that place of prayer, God tells us that if we ask, we will receive and the consequence will be that our joy will be made full. I want to also say we cultivate the fruit of joy by trusting God. Number two, write this down, by trusting God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 15 and verse 13, I take still from the ESV version, the Bible says Romans 15 and 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy, not some joy. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. And we've come to realize that in our trusting God, God fills us with all joy. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. We cultivating joy when we make a deliberate decision to not give in to fear and instead trust God in every situation. God is faithful to fill us with his joy and peace whenever we trust him with the things beyond our control. That's what God does. So we get and we cultivate the attitude, the fruit of joy, number one, through prayer, 
But number two, we cultivate the fruit of joy by trusting God. Let me give you the third point. We cultivate the fruit of joy through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. And I give you John 17 and verse 13 from the NLT, New Living Translation. Now I am coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world. So they would be filled with my joy. I repeat, now I'm coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world. So they would be filled with my joy. While Jesus was praying to the Father, he acknowledged that uh, while he was on earth, he told the disciples the word so that that they would be filled with his joy. The word of God we know and obey is what God uses to fill us with joy. The more we grow in our understanding of God, his plans, his purposes, the more we can hold on to our joy even in dire situations, even in moments when circumstances don't seem to align with what we want, if we hold firm unto God's word, we experience the joy of the Lord. So the word of God is that very platform, that tool, which we must always utilize and we must take to, to again cultivate the fruit of joy in our lives. I want to say, Paul, that this year there will be a great need for us children of God to stick to the Word, to get back to the Word, because the world is going to bombard us with a lot of information and a lot of distractions. And when the world comes your way, that world might compromise your joy but if you stick to the word of god then your joy will be made full so joy comes when we are closer to the word of god and not closer to the world take note there are two there when you closer to the world your joy is compromised but when you're closer to the word of god your joy is amplified so i'm inviting somebody please if you want to experience the joy of the lord rejoicing in the lord please get closer and closer to the word of god another point i want to raise we've mentioned already three the first was how do we cultivate the fruit of joy we do that through prayer number two we do that through trusting in the lord Number three, we do that through the Word of God. We cultivate the fruit of joy through the Word of God. But number four, we cultivate the fruit of joy in difficult circumstances. You know, this might seem a little bit awkward to many people that we can cultivate the fruit of joy in difficult circumstances. But let's read a bit Romans chapter 5 and verse 3 from the New Living Translation. It says, we can rejoice too when we run into temptations and trials for we know that the help for we know that they help us develop endurance in, in fact another translation says we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that these sufferings 
help us cultivate endurance or perseverance. And perseverance leads to character formation and character formation leads us to hope and hope that does not disappoint because of the Holy Spirit. So we must know that if you want to mature in your Christian life, if you want to experience joy in your Christian life, you definitely might have to go through some trials. And that's why the Bible says, if you read again, James chapter 1 and verse 2, it says, Count it all joy, my brethren, when you pass through various types of trials. Count it all joy. So let me tell you, the reality is that if you are in this world, let nobody preach and tell you that, As a Christian, you will not go through difficult times. But the good news is that the joy of the Lord will be your strength even in the midst of difficulties. And that's what happened to Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16. That in the midst of their false accusation, imprisonment, their legs at the stock, their hands were chained. They were still able at midnight to praise and to pray. I, I said last time that there are two P's that will characterize your, your, your experience this year. It will be prayer and praise. It will be prayer and praise. So the, the reality is that even in the midst of challenges, you can still praise God. Even in the midst of challenges, you can still pray because the joy of the Lord is your strength. But God uses even these challenges to produce within you perseverance or endurance. And when you go through endurance, there's another. God produces character. Character. The word character here means maturity. You mature. And after character, God leads you into hope. And that hope we are told does not disappoint. The Bible says, as we've said already in in James 1, 2, and 3, if we truly understand that trials develop endurance, we will continue to hold on to joy while we endure challenging situations. And I want to encourage somebody, even today, I want to encourage somebody very, very seriously in the light of all what you're passing through. Many people have passed through very difficult circumstances. And I know that I'm talking to somebody who might be going through maybe a health crisis. And knowing that when Christ comes, they will be reunited. They will be strengthened. Even those whom you have lost, you know, the loved ones you have lost who definitely have died in the Lord, there is still joy because we will meet them. There is hope that we will meet them. So we don't mourn like the people of the world mourn. We mourn with a greater hope. The hope which transcends the hope that we have now is a hope that we will meet them again. But I'm encouraging you that in the midst of trials, you must realize that God is cultivating the fruit of joy or rejoicing in your life. So let's summarize it and give the last point. The first, you can cultivate the fruit of joy through prayer. Number two, you can cultivate the fruit of joy by trusting God. Number three, you can cultivate the fruit of joy through the word of God. Number four, you can cultivate the fruit of joy through challenging or difficult circumstances. 
And number three, you can cultivate the fruit of joy by choosing to rejoice always. I said it earlier, there is a choice. You will choose to rejoice always. First Thessalonians 5.16 NLT, it says, always be joyful. Always be joyful. Rejoice always. It's one of the shortest in the Greek New Testament. It's one of the shortest verses. Always be joyful or rejoice always. It's very important that we understand that we cultivate this very character trait of joy or rejoicing by a choice factor. It's a choice. It's a choice to go through a situation in your life and you accommodate sadness. You dwell in sadness. It's a choice also for you to transcend it, overcome it. And you say, despite the loss of finances that I've incurred this time around, despite the loss of maybe a loved one, despite this sickness upon my body, despite my the fact that I'm not employed, I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. Because if you make that choice, then you are maturing. God sees your heart. God sees your proclivity. God sees your tendency. God sees your purpose, your attitude. And he knows that you are converting a very challenging situation, looking up to Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. We can either look at our situations and amplify them, or we can look up to Jesus and worship him, celebrate him, magnify him, and again, minimize the very situations that surround us. They wouldn't disappear. We are living in a fallen world, in a broken world, in a sinful world. So temptations, trials are bound to come. But what happens is the attitude that you develop, the attitude that you develop in the midst of trials, in the midst of temptations. I've come to challenge you this day. Choose to rejoice in the midst of adversity. Choose to rejoice in the midst of your account, which might not be as as comfortable as you believe. Choose to rejoice even in the midst of the very sickness that might be surrounding your life. Because definitely the joy of the Lord is your strength. What am I saying? In the end, at the end of everything, God will be glorified. God will be magnified if you look up to Jesus and you don't give weight, you don't amplify that circumstance, that situation, you look up to God and you make a choice to purposely worship God like Paul and Silas in the midst of trials. God will make the foundations of your problems to shake. God will open doors for you. You see the doors, the prison doors flew open and definitely God will give you breakthrough in the very situation that you're going through as well. So I've come to encourage somebody. I want to pray for somebody now. I want to pray for somebody who is going through a difficult time. I pray that you cultivate the habit, you cultivate the attitude of rejoicing in the Lord. Father, I pray there's a brother, there's a sister who is going through a very tough time and they're asking themselves, how can I be joyful? Oh, Father God, you are not asking us to be happy. You are asking us to be joyful because joy comes from within and it's all cultivated by the Holy Spirit. So I pray that in the heart of a sister, in the heart of a brother, 
who might not even see the reason why they should be joyful in the midst of the challenges that they are going through. Father, I pray you pour the oil of joy, the oil of rejoicing, gladness upon their hearts, that in the midst of the challenges that they are going through, they will be able to look up to you, Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. The Bible says, if you are lifted high, you will draw all men unto us. Father, help us not to lift high our circumstances, not to lift high our problems, not to lift high our crisis, but may we lift high Christ alone. So that's looking up to you, Lord, the very things that surround us would fade away. Heal your son, heal your daughter, and carry them through this season so that your name will be glorified. Even in the midst of trials, you will give us a song to sing and you will give us a prayer to pray. Bless your people in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Maybe I give you my my phone contacts so that you can get across to me as well. Uh, if ever you're going through trials, we want to pray with you and uh, encourage you so uh, let me give you my whatsapp number you could send information to me i'll be able to pray with you it's a season of prayer we've been going through that so my numbers uh my number on whatsapp is zero six seven one five four zero six nine four and i'm on facebook and instagram on the very id julio mangard you could get me i'll send you my notes we'll be able to encourage you but journey with you also iron sharpnet iron so one man sharpens the other will stand by you and definitely this year 2024 there is victory there is hope don't give up brother don't give up sister the joy of the lord is your strength rejoice in the lord always I say again, rejoice. God bless you. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.